listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Six Figure Dog Business is brought to you by Dog.com. For everything and anything dog, shop Dog.com today for all the top brands. Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at Dog.com and use the promo code SADSFDB and get $15 off your order of $75 or more. Welcome to Six Figure Dog Business on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Ty Brown of SixFigureDogBusiness.com. Now, this is the show where we teach you how to start or grow your dog-related business to a healthy six-figure-per-year profit. Now, today on the show, I'm really excited because we've got somebody on the show that works with a bunch of you who are probably listening right now. Uh, we've got Therese Capuota of PetSitUSA.com. So stick with us. We're going to be right back with Therese. She's going to give us some amazing information about how to grow your business. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go Go to PetMeds.com forward slash SFDB to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14 carat white gold. Exclusively yours from ice.com. Free shipping over $150, free returns and 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to ice.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at diamond.com. ice.com or diamond.com. Get 20% off from Pet Life Radio. There's a movement afoot. Shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop Shoebuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. Shoebuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code SFDB at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at Shoebuy.com. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Alright, so now we're back, and as I uh, mentioned before we went into the break, we are with today Therese Copawoda of PetsitUSA.com. Welcome to the show, Therese. So happy to have you on the show. Good morning. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, just so I'm clear, I pronounced your name correctly, right? You did. You did. Very okay, good. good. <laughs> good. Now, like I say, uh, our show, uh, Therese, as you already know, it appeals to pet sitters, it appeals to dog trainers, dog groomers, you know, a whole wide variety of pet professionals. Now, you already have a huge audience with pet sitters, correct? Why don't you tell the audience, for those that don't know, what it is you do and, and what your business is? Well, actually, I started out as a pet sitter back in 2001, and out of that um, grew my website, Pets at USA. I think I launched that early 2003, and it's a place for pet owners to find pet sitters throughout the country, and it's also a place where um, pet sitters can find a lot of information on, on how to grow their business and you know, start up information. So it's not just listings, you also offer business building tips on there. Oh yeah, definitely. There's a lot of stuff that's that's available to the public, um, but then there's also information once they become members, then we have articles, business forms, um, and a few other things in their form too. So there's there's quite a bit of information there for people who are just starting out and people, you know, who've been at it for a while, there may be some good information in there for them as well. Great. Now, when we were first speaking before our interview, when we were talking about our, you know, this upcoming interview, we were talking about how when you first got started, you were, you know, it was a school of hard knocks. I mean, you spent hours and hours trying to learn, you know, PHP and, and programming and this and that and the other. Why don't you talk just for a minute or two about your initial experience with the frustration that you had with, uh, with trying to get that stuff set up? Well, that was in building the website, um, doing the coding, because I'm not a coder, but I was on a pretty, you know, I'd just been laid off from my from my job, and I was on unemployment, trying to get off of unemployment, um, so I was trying to get my own thing going on a shoestring, so I taught myself how to do the PHP coding and put the original website together, and it caused a few headaches. <laughs> there were times when I was ready to throw the computer out the window and say, forget it all, but, you know, I, I muddled through and and got it going and you know it's been it's been supporting me ever since and that's exactly the experience that I want to talk about today because your experience is very similar to my experience. It's very similar to a lot of pet sitters' experience, mm-hmm. dog trainers and groomers and, and dog walkers. You know, when I first started out, it was the same thing. You know, very little money. I had to learn how to do a website on my own. It's, it was nowhere near as good as the one that I have today. But in the very beginning, a lot of us really struggle with learning how to do a site and with learning how to get something up. And that's one of the beautiful things about our business is that it does have a low barrier of entry. If you can get a good site up and going and you've got some skills in your industry, you've got a business. And so that's what I want to talk about. Now, one area where Therese is an expert, and this is where I want to get her on the show because I know a lot of you are going to benefit from what she's got to say today. She's an expert at blogging, at creating blogs and using blogs to drive business. And so before we get into the nuts and bolts of it, I want to define for some people out there because a lot of people still don't understand the differences in the definitions. Why don't you tell us, Therese, what is a blog? 
Well, a blog, I guess the best way to, to describe a blog is to compare it to a regular website. Um, with a website, you have a lot of your pages are pretty much static. You, you create them and they stay there um, unless you actually go in and change them. With a blog, you can do daily updates. It's like a um, it started out as an online diary type of thing. So you can have a different entry for every day, and that, that keeps your site fresh, keeps your content new for the search engine. So there's a lot of reasons to have a blog. Um, and blogging is pretty darn easy once you get into it. You know, there, there can be a bit of a learning curve for people who are um, kind of shy about using uh, technology and the Internet. But once you get going with it, it's pretty simple. And as you know, it's, it, if you've been in the business for a while, you know that blogs are quite a bit easier than using HTML and you know, all that fancy coding stuff. Okay. And so for some people who still aren't 100% literate, one thing that we do know is that not all websites are blogs, but are all blogs websites. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? Well, yeah, a, a blog is going to be a website because it's on it's online. You know, it's a it's a, a presence that you have online. So, yeah, it would be considered a website. Um, and you can you can do an entire website on a blog platform, but not have the diary type thing, which is considered the actual blog. Does that make and sense? So, yes, that does make sense to me. And, and so, for our listeners that are listening, it sounds like the difference between a blog and just a, a regular website that you would find is just the ability to very quickly and easily add new content, fresh content, dynamic articles and new videos and things like that. Is, is that a pretty good definition? That is. And then, in addition to that, people can, if you have it set up, so that people can comment, they can comment on your on your article. So I may write. Um, yesterday I did an article. What did I do one about uh, pet sitting, tipping pet sitters? So the way it's set up, I wrote the article about tipping pet sitters, and anybody can go in and leave a comment. Yes, I tip my pet sitter. Why would I want to tip my? You know, that, so they can actually have a dialogue with you, which is another um, huge difference between a blog and a uh, just a, a static website. Now, do you find that to be a big uh, selling point? I mean, does that drive business when your potential clients or your current clients can can interact with you? It definitely, definitely. It's it's like anything else. I mean, you can't, you don't want to just put a blog up there, put a comment up there, and leave it and expect everybody to come. Um, you know, you have to foster it. You have to you have to promote it. You have to let people know that it's there. You have to ask for feedback. So you put it up. You put the blog up, and then you know you you have to work it. But yeah, definitely, it, it can definitely help drive traffic to your site. It can help uh, with your SEO, your search engine optimization, which is going to, you know, that's what helps shoot you hopefully to the top of Google and Yahoo and the other search engines. So there are a lot of reasons why you definitely want to have a blog if you want to be found on the Internet. Okay. And you've mentioned that a couple times now. What is it about a blog that, uh, that, makes, that is so search engine friendly? Well, if you say you have a, a pet sitting website um, and you do blogs about your pet sitting clients, you know, your adventures in pet sitting, whatever, then you're getting more of your keywords in there and the search engines are going to look at it and think, oh, this is cool. Let me tell people about it. So the more you can blog about your particular your niche and the more people come and find out about it, the more people that link to your your blog post, the more search engines are going to take an interest. Rather, it's kind of, you know, if you have a friend that tells you the same thing over and over and over again, you're not likely to introduce that friend to other people. But if you have this really exciting friend who has these great stories, you're probably going to want to invite 
you know, tell your friends about this person and maybe, you know, introduce them. So it's kind of the same way with a blog. I've never heard that uh, kind of analogy before, but I like it because it makes sense because the analogy you're making is a static website versus a blog. A static website is that friend who doesn't say anything that tells you the same stories over and over, and the blog is the friend that's telling you new stuff. That's a great analogy, and for those that have studied search engine optimization, we know that, uh, you know, what's the phrase that I always hear? Content is king. You know, mm-hmm. search engines love to see stuff out there. You know, they love to see new stuff, fresh stuff, because the way the search engines stay in business is by sending people to relevant information. And so, well, that's excellent. And so, now you've mentioned a couple, you know, you've kind of alluded to the fact that uh, that we need to promote this blog. And so I do want to talk about that in a little bit. But before we do, what is, uh, I know there's different platforms and different ways to get a blog out there. What would you say is the best or the easiest or, or your favorite? Well, there, you know, obviously people have different preferences, but my preference is, uh, WordPress, which is a free program that, um, a lot of hosting companies like Bluehost, which is my favorite, uh, web hosting company, by the way, GoDaddy, and a number of others have a way for you to install it pretty easily once you set your hosting account up. And then there's also, that's like the platform, that's like your house. And then you also need a theme, which would be kind of like your carpeting, your drapes, your wall hangings, you know, all this. So it's kind of the theme is your, you know, your decoration kind of thing. And for that, I recommend Thesis. And if you go to socialmediahound.com, which is my social media website, um, there's a, a, a link you can there's a banner ad for Thesis, and just click on that, and you can get it. But the combination of WordPress and Thesis, I think, just they just rock. So people can find uh, the Thesis. So Thesis, like in college thesis, right? Uh huh. Right. So people can find the Thesis theme on uh, what did you say it was on what website? Socialmediahound.com. Social. Okay. How much does that cost? It's uh, eighty-seven dollars. And eighty-seven dollars. Uh-huh. And that's just a one-time fee. What you do is you install WordPress, and then there will be a way for you to install a theme, and then you're going to install Thesis. That's that's the theme that you're going to install, and that's going to help you with layout. It's going to help you with, with search engine optimization. It's just the combination of Thesis and WordPress I've seen have just really been pretty powerful. I've, in addition to setting people up on setting people's blogs up with with WordPress and Thesis. I do a number of entire websites for people with WordPress and Thesis, and I've been amazed at how quickly some of those have gone to the first page of Google within within weeks. You know, that doesn't always happen, but a lot of times, you know, they've gone to the first page of Google and, you know, the other website, other search engines for their keywords. So I'm just sold on the combination of those two. Gotcha. Now, somebody listening to this that uh, maybe they don't have a website, maybe they do have a website, but their brother-in-law is the one that built it for them, and it's a, it's lousy, or whatever the case might be. Someone listening to this may be a little bit afraid. You know, they've never heard of thesis, they've never heard of WordPress. Blogging is some mysterious thing. Is this difficult? I mean, for someone that's never done this before, is it difficult to get up and running with uh, with a thesis themed uh, WordPress blog? You know, I guess it's just like anything else. It depends on how um, how willing you are to get in there and, and learn and make a few mistakes. I can tell you that setting up WordPress and Thesis is way, 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 way easier than doing something like HTML and Dreamweaver. And, you know, it, it's because you, you, it's pretty much you click this, you click that, um, you enter a few things, and you're pretty much set up. You know, it's, it's not like... 
the old HTML, which I still use for some websites where I design something on my website, um, and the, I mean on my computer, and then I have to upload it to the Internet. When you work with WordPress, you're working directly on the Internet, and you can save it right from there, and it goes live. Um, and it's, you don't have to know the coding part. Excellent. Well, let me second that myself because I have probably about, you know, between the different business ventures that I have, probably about 20 different websites. And most of them have been up until now, like you mentioned, HTML, and I've edited them with Dreamweaver. And I've learned it and I can do it. But I recently set up a blog for the first time. So someone who's never done this before, I went online, I found a very simple tutorial. And within minutes, I had a WordPress blog. And mm-hmm. so I, I want to second what you had to say. Was there a little bit of a learning curve? Sure. You know, it took a little bit of, uh, of effort for me to learn how to do that. But I think anybody listening to this right now, if they've got it in their mind that, you know, this is going to be difficult, well, you know, it could. But at the same time, if you just plow into it and uh, get your hands dirty, you're going to find that you'll do okay. And so how many blogs would you say you've set up for clients? Oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Quite a few, huh? Yeah, quite a few. A couple hundred, maybe. I don't know. Oh, wow. And then I've okay. got, I've got, like you, I've got, I don't know how many websites of my own I have. <laughs> gotcha. <I've lost> count. <laughs> well, and that leads us into the next subject I want to talk about, and that's about how to promote a blog. Because, like you mentioned, uh, it's not like Field of Dreams, where if you build it, they will come. It has to be promoted in order for you to have success and drive revenue and leads to your business. And so we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to talk with Teresa more about her expertise and her experience with how to promote a blog. So stay right with us. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. from experience feels like home for her enter the code sfdb10 sfdb the number 10 and get 10 percent off any order no minimum at petco.com FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code SFDB1234 at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com, code word SFDB. DB1234. If you ask the question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take a back shot. I reach a mention. I need time. I need love. I crave attention.
My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Okay, and we are back, and in, uh, in our last segment, we were talking with Therese, we were talking about, you know, how to set up a blog, why a blog, and so, uh, would you say, you know... With how the internet is moving right now, that basically everybody should have a blog. Oh, I think so, definitely. If if you want to be found, I mean, for for some weird reason, uh, a colleague of mine has worked with a few people that say, "I want to be on the internet, but I don't want to be found." Well, if that's the case, then you know, don't worry, don't worry with a blog. But if you want to be found, which is, I would think, you know, the vast majority of people online do want their websites to be found, then yes, absolutely, build a blog. So let's talk about that. What about a blog? What can we start doing? And maybe that's too general of a question. Why don't you start giving us a couple tips that we can do with our blog in order to be found? Well, I think, you know, one thing is you want to have good content. Um, and you want to write your own content. Don't just rip off blog posts that other people have written. I came across somebody on Facebook last night who was promoting her blog post on Twitter and Facebook. And I went and looked at the blog because it was something that interested me. And I thought... Hmm, that sounds familiar. Hey, that's my blog post. <laughs> you know, and she didn't credit the other blog post, which was mine. She just wrote it as it was, you know, as if it was hers. And you know, you don't want to do that. Um, if you want to take little snippets of somebody's blog post and say, you know, here's what I found over at PetSit USA. They're talking about tipping a pet sitter. Um, you know, put a, a paragraph or so, and then say, go to PetSit USA and read the rest of their blog post. That's a good way to get your name out there because one it's going to be it's going to show that you're willing to help other people out and then that blog owner who posted the original post is going to see your blog post he or she may come back come over to your blog post and and leave a comment or promote you some way so you know people help promote each other and that's key another way is if you have a blog and i notice you do it on on your emails in the signature line post a link to your blog your blog post and then you also want to integrate your different social media accounts with with your blog if you go to my youtube channel you'll see that i i post stuff about various uh, topics and then put a link back to pets at usa and the same thing with my social media hound so everything has to be interrelated and you just get that link out there as much as you can now, you mentioned that with social media. You talked about uh, integrate it with your social media accounts. And so what are we talking here? Are we talking Facebook? Are we talking Twitter? Are there other ways that you've found that are, that are good for promoting a blog? You can definitely use those. YouTube, you can post a, a little comment about the video that you're uploading and then put the link to if you have a blog post or whatever or, you know, however you want to link back to your 
your website, um, your blog. Um, you can use things like Posterous, which is a place where um, once I write a blog post on Pets at USA, sometimes I'll actually copy that blog post and, and post it right to Posterous. It's Posterous.com. Um, and then include a link back to Pets at USA. MySpace, people still use MySpace. Um, you know, so you can you can integrate all these social media accounts, and there you know there are countless social media accounts out there. Um, on uh, Yelp, I believe you can add a link to your blog uh, or your blog post. So you know you want to get it out there as many places as you can. Let me get a follow up question in there. Posterous is that like preposterous without the P R E? Right, P O S T E R O U S. What kind of site is posterous? It's a blogging platform. You can either do a blog right there, a blog post right there, or you can add one of your own to it from you know from another another blog. It's a and it's a free site, um, so you can you know you can use that to your advantage as well. Okay, so is the benefit of something like Posturus is is that it's a popular website, and so therefore Google likes to see a link from a popular website to yours. Is that the benefit? Yeah, that's part of it, and then it's also just one more place to get your content out there. As much as you can get your content out there, and you don't want to, you don't want to put the exact same thing in tons of places because that kind of dilutes mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the validity of it. But if you can put stuff out, even just a little snippet somewhere, saying "Go back to Pets at USA and and read the whole blog post," you know, if, the more you can get your stuff out there then higher the chances are that people are going to come to your websites. You know, it's the old advertising thing where you want people to see your name over and over and over and over again so that, you know, they see Pets at USA and then they think Pet Sitters. I know I have um, quite often people tell me, Pets at USA, I see that everywhere. And you know what? That's the idea. I want, I want people to see Pets at USA and think Pet Sitter or, or see Pet Sitter and think Pets at USA. And that all, you know, it all works together. Your blog, your social media accounts, your website, all that is working to make your brand the one that people think of when they think of your particular niche. Well, and, and proof positive is this interview because that's how I found you. I found you through Facebook. You know, I, I saw that someone had posted a link to one of your articles, and I went to that article, and and so I liked your Facebook page. And then from there, I said, you know, who's behind this? And so I friended you. And uh-huh. so, um, yeah, I mean, social media mixed with your blog is quite a powerful tool. And let me kind of switch gears here for a second. You know, we're, we're talking about uh, WordPress now. One thing I know that WordPress has are plugins. Uh-huh. And so uh, is there anything that you can do with plugins to help your website get found? Oh, yeah, you can have um, some of the plugins that I have. One of the ones that I have on mine is, is it called Share? Gosh, that's pretty bad. I can't even remember the name. <laughs> I think it's Share. Share This, I believe. Um, share if This, you go okay. to, Yeah, if you go to petsitusa.com slash blog, under every single blog post, You'll see a little, um, let me go there now so I can describe it correctly. If you click on, actually, you don't even have to click on the blog post, but you'll see underneath each blog post, you'll see icons for Facebook, Twitter, an email link, and then one to share this. And if you click on any one of those little icons, then you can share it um, through that particular platform. So you want to make it super easy for people to share your stuff. I mean, you want to write, like I said earlier, you want to write some killer stuff so that people think, wow, this is great. I want to share it. So then, you know, you make it easy for them to share it just by clicking on those little icons down there. And, you know, you, you, share, you share one 
one item and then somebody else sees it and somebody else shares it. So it's kind of a cascading thing. If you write something really good, then more people are going to share it. More people are going to find out about your website. That content is going to be um, spread out over different places. And like, you know, like you saw the, uh, um, the, the blog post that led you back to me. So it, it, all, it all works together and, you know, with your whole marketing plan. Okay. And so share this. Is that the type of plug-in? And for those of you who aren't familiar with the term plug-in, what it is is just a simple little widget that you can install onto your site that, that performs a certain task. And so share this. What I'm picturing in my head is when somebody clicks on share this, does it bring up a couple different icons like a Facebook icon, a Twitter icon, or something like that? And then if you click on that icon, it will automatically post that to their profile? Is that how share this works? Well, it'll uh, like uh, the one the way that I have mine set up. There's an icon for Facebook. So if you click on the little Facebook icon, if you're already logged in to your Facebook account, then a little window is going to come up. You know that you can type a little comment in, and then you click click share, um, and then it'll go right to your wall. Um, with Twitter, uh, I think it's pretty much the yeah. Right now, I just clicked on it. It's once your username and password. Once I once I enter those. Click sign in. It'll post it to my Twitter feed. Um, with the uh, email, you just have to enter who you want it to go to and the message, and it'll go. And then there's another that other icon, and it's got links to Facebook, Twitter, Google Buzz, Dig, StumbleUpon, AIM, and a, a bunch of others. So you just click on the appropriate one, enter your your probably your login ID and password, and then it'll go to the person you want it to go to or to go to your wall. Excellent. Excellent. And, uh, you know, there's certain plugins that I use. Have you ever used uh, SEO Pack or have you ever used uh, Sitemap XL? The Sitemap I have. The SEO Pack I don't because the SEO stuff is built in with uh, Thesis. And it's, oh, okay. It's, you don't necessarily need it. You can. It's kind of redundant. Um, I know there are some people who will use it with Thesis, but it's really not required. And like I said, I've had really good results with, uh, with Thesis and search engine optimization. Excellent. I mean, this is some amazing information. So I hope people are taking notes because you've given us several different resources for different, uh, you know, different plugins, different websites to visit, things like that. I want to finish up talking about something because you've alluded to it a number of times, and I want to get a little bit deeper into it as we close. Okay. And that is talking about content. You know, you said you got to write killer content. What are things we should be writing about? What are things we shouldn't be writing about? Well, I'm not big on whining about my personal life online. Um, and I know, I know there are a lot of people, especially if you go on Facebook and, you know, I saw a post yesterday, oh, my finances suck and I can't afford this and can't afford, you know, make it positive. You want it, Mm -hmm. people, people want to read positive stuff whenever possible. I mean, there's, you know, the other day, um, there was some Vic hullabaloo going on and, you know, that got the, the pet people riled up and that's you know that's kind of different because that's a real issue that people really can be um, passionate about so you want to you want to pick things that are upbeat that are relevant to your field and interesting you know if you if you have a uh, a new bit of information about I don't know um, whatever I I blog a lot about my dog who has cancer and in doing that I'll blog about new uh, cancer developments that come out or you know how to how to help your dog with cancer, uh, that type of thing. So, you know, post something that can be helpful to people. Okay. Now, from your experience, where do you stand on 
you know, somebody has a business blog, and let's say pet sitter in this case, you know, they've got a pet sitting blog, and uh, you know, they talk about uh, the great walk that they went on with this dog up in the canyon, or they talk about uh, you know holiday specials that they've got going on. Is it appropriate to then also talk about, hey, you know, my family's visiting from out of town? Or, I mean, is it, is it appropriate to start getting very personal and, and completely off topic? Well, you know, it, I guess it depends on your personal style. With me, my blog at PetSit USA is a lot of, a lot of business stuff. Like, like I said, I posted, should you tip your pet sitter the other day? Before that, I posted a pet food recall, uh, Michael Vick. And then I also posted about my dog, Lydia, who has cancer. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I do, get, I do get somewhat personal, but I don't, I don't get real personal in, you know, telling what I, you know, what kind of activities I'm doing, what my family's doing. If you really want to do that, that's up to you. But if you're using it for a business, you know, a business reason, I would try to stay on topic as much as possible. I think that, and one thing you want to think of is what do my readers want? Do my pet sitting clients really want to hear that my family came to town and we went out for Mexican food? Probably not, <laughs> unless there was some type of, you know, it had some type of pet sitting or, or dog walking or slant or something, you know? If you're using it for business, I think it should be related to your topic. And then also, you don't want to make it all about you. And this goes, this goes across the board with social media. You don't want to be constantly pitching to people. Um, social media, which includes your blog, is a way for your readers, your clients, your potential clients to get to know you. People want to know the person behind the, the business, um, but not necessarily, you know, I'm having a special on, on dog walking today, and have you, have you booked me for your for your holidays. You know, you don't want to make it all about you. An occasional blog post about, you know, letting people know that you have some some time availability for the holidays, that's great. But don't make it all about you all the time. Well, one thing you mentioned earlier, Therese, that, uh, that I wanted to go back and use, you know, maybe the same analogy. You used the analogy earlier of if you have this friend that always tells you the same stories, you don't want to go back and recommend people to that friend or, or talk to that friend as much. You know, I think it would be the same thing if, uh, if you're constantly self-promoting. You know, if it's constantly people come to your blog and all they see is, here's a coupon or book my services now or do this now, you know, I don't think they're going to want to come back. And I think you hit the nail on the head earlier when you said something that's interesting, something that's valuable, something that's useful, that's what people want to interact with. That's what people are going to comment on. That's what people are going to share with their friends. And that's how your information is going to go viral. Is that, I mean, is that a pretty accurate description? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you go to a blog and you can't relate to anything that they're saying, it's like, let me go find another blog. Yeah, so you want to mm-hmm. make something that they can relate to and, and get excited about rather than buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, you know? Excellent. Well, this has been, like I say, some amazing information. I hope people are taking notes. I hope people are thinking about how they can implement this with their business, whether they've already got a blog and they need to improve it, plugins or or how they promote it, or whether they don't have a blog and they need to get one. And so finishing up here, Therese, why don't you tell people if they're interested in getting a blog or if they're interested in you know, your services as far as uh, listings for pet sitters and that type of thing, how can they get in touch with you or how can they find your sites? Uh, there are a number of ways, but the easiest is probably just to go to PetSitUSA.com. That's P-E-T-S-I-T-U-S-A.com. And then click the contact link up at the, uh, the top and you can get get to me through there. Or if you really want to get, um, if you want to find out 
more about where I am, just go to copawoda.com. That's K-O-P-I-W-O-D-A.com. And that'll take you to my Google profile, which has links to um, a number of different projects that I'm involved in. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Therese, for being on the show today. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. I enjoyed it. All right, for you listeners out there, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for a show, you can email me at ty at petliferadio.com or go to my website, sixfiguredogbusiness.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.